News, when you want it. With Bloomberg News Now, I'm Ed Kalegi. The New York Times is reporting that a written draft agreement calls for the phased release of captives held by Hamas in exchange for a cessation in Israel's military offensive for about two months. American-led negotiators are edging closer to an agreement in which Israel would suspend its war in Gaza for about two months in exchange for the release of more than 100 hostages still held by Hamas, a deal that could be sealed in the next two weeks and would transform the conflict consuming the region. Negotiators have developed a written draft agreement merging proposals offered by Israel and Hamas in the last 10 days into a basic framework that will be the subject of talks in Paris on Sunday. While there are still important disagreements to be worked out, negotiators are cautiously optimistic that a final accord is within reach, according to U.S. officials who insisted on anonymity to discuss sensitive talks. United Airlines is poised to resume service of some Boeing MAX 9 starting on Sunday, weeks after the jets were grounded following a mid-air blowout of a door plug during an Alaska Airlines flight. In a letter to employees, United said it had received final approval from the FAA to complete the process of returning its MAX 9 fleet to service following a thorough inspection process. United is one of Boeing's biggest customers, and Bloomberg earlier reported the airline has been frustrated with the plane maker's inability to overcome lapses in quality. Presidential candidates are flocking to sun-drenched Florida this winter, and it's not just for the warm weather. Bloomberg's Denise Pellegrini explains. Florida is now an important hub for campaign fundraising, with billionaires like Citadel's Ken Griffin relocating there and the state's financial center, known as Wall Street South, drawing candidates eager to tap those wealthy donors. President Biden and Republican candidate Nikki Haley, they'll both attend fundraisers in the state this coming week, and former President Donald Trump, the GOP frontrunner, hosting events at Mar-a-Lago next month. Florida residents poured more than $23 million into the coffers of presidential campaigns through the third quarter of last year. That's according to the Federal Election Commission. And that makes Florida the second biggest source of such funding now. In 2020, Florida ranked fifth in the campaign cash giving. Denise Pellegrini, Bloomberg Radio. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen says the jury is still out on a return to a low-rate era, and it suggests a bit of a shift. Bloomberg's Charlie Pellet has the story. Speaking in Milwaukee as part of a Midwest trip where she has been promoting the Biden administration's economic policies, Yellen said it is not clear yet where interest rates will settle after the volatility of the pandemic and the post-COVID recovery, suggesting a shift in her views on the issue over the past year. A year ago, Yellen had said that persistently weak inflation was likely to return as a long-term challenge for the economy. Charlie Pellet, Bloomberg Radio. J.P. Morgan Chase Chief Executive Officer Jamie Dimon believes lower-income Americans should pay less in taxes, and he has a plan to pay for it. The lower-income folks have more crime, worse health, uh, less good schools, and we can talk about that a little bit too. This is like a no-brainer, lift up society. And I would pay for it by taxing the wealthy a little bit more. Uh, <laughs> it will go to this, but no, but it, 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 this is one that, you know, you can have something. This is one, there's so many tax breaks out there that shouldn't be there. Jamie Dimon speaking at a panel discussion in Washington hosted by the Bipartisan Policy Center. Right now, Congress is debating reforming and expanding the earned income tax credit, which helps some low and moderate income Americans cut the amount of taxes they owe annually. An Apple veteran who led work on home devices and helped start efforts to develop an electric vehicle is leaving for Rivian Automotive, marking yet another senior departure for the iPhone maker. 
D.J. Novotny, a vice president of hardware engineering, informed colleagues Friday of his exit. This according to people with knowledge of the matter. He will become senior vice president of vehicle programs at Rivian, the maker of electric SUVs and pickup trucks, said the people who asked not to be named discussing unannounced matters. Novotny, who worked at Apple for nearly 25 years, was known as a senior lieutenant to many of the company's top hardware engineering executives. He was instrumental in the development of several generations of the iPod and iPhone and was tapped by former hardware chief Dan Riccio to help lead development of the iPad. Novotny also helped bring the Apple Watch to market. And that's news when you want it with Bloomberg News Now. I'm Ed Kalecki, and this is Bloomberg. Join Bloomberg in San Francisco or virtually on May 7th for The Future Investor, Data-Powered Transformations. This 2024 event series will examine how data is not only playing a pivotal role in investment decisions, but serves as a driving force behind the construction of innovative, investable enterprises. This series is proudly sponsored by Invesco QQQ. Register at BloombergLive.com slash Future Investor slash Radio.